passion, so fun and work can be the same thing. And I think when fun and work are married together, like in a place like this, that it shows to our end users, our students, that there's more than just, this is more than just a building where we're learning music. They're getting the peripheral things, friendships. And even in these bands, we, we teach the things like, how do you deal with your nerves? Things like that. But the, the reason why I think people like this place is because we are who we are. We are who we should say we are. We want the best for all these students. We want growth. But we want, I know that the more music we put out into a community, the, the better that community is for it. We are looking forward our way. Hi, this is Brett. Today, Carol and I are on location with our guests, Chad Greenwald and Russ Miller. They are the owners of School of Rock Columbus. It's an exciting opportunity to learn more about this musical program and not only hear about the organization, but actually see and hear it live. Chad and Russ, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Certainly. Yeah. Thanks for letting us come and see your studio. It's phenomenal. Studios. And, <clears throat> studios, gosh. yes. Yeah. It's, it's like never ending. Um, th- this is uh, this is pretty cool, seeing all the, the instruments and asking questions like, what's that? You know, so, <laughs> that's, so we, we appreciate it. Um, you know, Brett, we've had some episodes to discuss changes in creative arts programs during the pandemic. Today, we're going to find out how, regardless of the months, bumps of the, of the pandemic, that music programs are not only surviving, but thriving. However, before we get into the details of School of Rock, Chad and Russ, tell us about you first and um, tell us, you know, your backgrounds and how you became the owner of School of Rock. All right. So backgrounds, um, I guess we'll do musical backgrounds. So I went to Ohio State, like uh, many of the people that live here in Columbus, and I decided to become a music major after a brief stint of becoming an art history major, which I did enjoy very much. So I graduated with a couple degrees and I went the route of teaching. I taught at Reynoldsburg High School for one year and discovered that it really wasn't what I wanted to do. And I got into private lessons. I was always performing still. I did private lessons and I really found a joy in that. And, and over the last 20 years, I've amassed a bunch of students and gone through you know siblings and entire families. And COVID happened and I was like, you know, I want to be able to spend time with my kids. I have twin boys that are seven and I just realized that I am the after school activity and I want to be able to go to the after school activities. And I looked at school of rock before my kids were born. Didn't think it was right. And then I believe it was March of 2021. Maybe I started really looking into it and I was like, you know, this is, this is right. It's the time I need to, to get into this. So then I did like maybe about a month or so of research on it. And then I was like, you know, I, I don't think I can do this on my own. So I called my my good friend, my best friend, Russ Miller, who's here today. <laughs> I'm in, right here. In all his glory. <laughs> and I was like, hey, do you want to do this? And he's, I think there was probably a tear knowing him. Yeah. He was really excited about it. As of course he would do it. And that's kind of how we started our journey. And then I believe over the next couple of months, we talked to their franchising team and eventually we went to Chicago in August to check it out. And I was very concerned about the idea of selling out because I'm very much an independent artist when it comes to that. And 
it really is a loosely based franchise. So we're, we're able to really do our own thing. As, as we sit in this room, we have a mural, you know, painted by one of our, you know, our instructors here. And I decided that, you know, this was a right fit. And I believe we signed on in October of that year. And then over the next, uh, was it uh, five months, we actually were able to do all of the build out, the demolition, construction, and open on March 4th. With So we within that time, we were able to do all that. And we've been thriving since. And we've found ourselves to be a part of this community here. And yeah. I never, I love Grandview. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize the, yeah, there's people drive their golf carts here with their families. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Bikes. It just, it's very, it's a small town feeling right next to Columbus. Yeah. You're right. It's really an incubator for small businesses. It always has been. Oh, it's great here. It's it's lovely. And we, we've, we've, we've become really good pals with uh, the parks and rec department. We do all of their community events and we're just, we're honestly so thankful to be a part of this, you know, the community. It it really is a community. And I'm not using that as like a generic, like, hey, we're all one big community. No, this is this is beautiful. I, I think I want to move here. You know, when kids <laughs> kids are here and the parents will sit in the lobby, there's days that we I truly look forward to because the parents are fun and I'm at the desk and we're just taught it's wonderful. Yeah. So I think they get something out of bringing their kids here too and Russ, tell us about your background too, though. Yeah, my background is very—it's very different. I went to uh, a college you haven't heard of. It's called Nice Try University. <laughs> I didn't is that finish next, to, next door to School of Hard Knocks <laughs> University. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I tried college. I'm, I don't have a college brain, uh, but I not a, true, not true. I have a musical brain. Um, not true, not true. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but golly. <laughs> now you, so now you partnered up me. with him because he's the money guy then. Oh, yeah, like definitely. Saying, okay, he's yeah. a drummer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there uh I, I was in the corporate world for a while, uh, all the while from ten years eight from ten years old to now, I've always been a drummer. It was always a writing force in my life. It changed my development as a kid, it helped me to get better grades, it gave me something to focus on and just something to build some really value for myself and some confidence and self-worth. And I'm, I can't not drum. I'm 43 and we're still wearing tank tops on stage and (laughs) playing every weekend somewhere. Honestly, tank tops last night was great. Oh, and shorts. So, so what's interesting is neither of you really came from a strong business background. I mean, no, I mean, ish. I mean, ish, ish, a, ish. he's my, an entrepreneur. Yeah, my family has all always been my my dad's side has always been small businesses. Um, my grandfather, he was a mechanical contractor, his own business. My dad had his own mechanical contracting business. My grandmother started her own antique business. My uncle had his own law firm. So it's always been in that entrepreneurial spirit, if you could say it right. That, that word, just give. It, I gave up on yeah, it. It's too hard. <laughs> and um, it's really been a thing that's been super important to me as to be able to do my own thing and be able to be in charge of that this is technically a corporate job and this is technically my first corporate job i ever had as any i worked at rite aid when i was 18 that was the last corporate job i had Mm -hmm. so and i was stocking shelves so not so much corporate (laughs) but so business technical business background no but being a musician you have to be a business person 
as a mm-hmm. as you, an independent musician, you have to do everything yourself. You do your taxes, you do your marketing, you do your social media, you do your booking, you do everything. So I've been doing that since I started performing, and actually, I, I'm a booking agent as well. So I book for several venues and a couple country clubs and all that are in the area and private events. So it's it's really, you know, a business is in me and it has become you've had you have to be a business person to be a musician to be successful. Mm-hmm. So yes, I in that sense of business, yes, but did I ever work in an accounting firm? No. Yeah. Right. Right. So how did um, the School of Rock organization align with your missions and goals? Because obviously you did some some investigations, some homework. Mm-hmm. You liked what they were doing. So as a, as a, a you know, large corporation. So how does that match with what you're trying to get accomplished then with your goals and mission and, and, and mission of the of the of the location here? Well, I will say that educationally, I've always in my lesson have used songs to teach different techniques. And that's a huge part of the school rock method is the idea that you learn the different techniques, uh, different scales, different theory, but by learning the song. And I've I've done recitals where I had my students perform in groups, and that's basically what we do here. So it kind of aligned really well, you know, with what I've already done. So and they just take it to a different level with performing out. So. As we were talking kind of earlier, um, our different groups will perform at different venues. So uh, we're, we're, we will be performing at the Upper Arlington Liberty Arts Fest with our performance group. We actually are sponsoring stages, or a stage, excuse me, for the full weekend at the Coffee Fest at the, the Ohio Historical Village. And we play at like, you know, the 4th of July, Oktoberfest, um, St. Patrick's Day, any kind of festival in town, we'll do that. You know, and it's it's really lovely to see kids and adults perform. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, our adult band, they've done the end of season shows. We performed at Woodlands for our first one. Then we're doing it standard live for our second one. September 10th. September 10th. Okay. We do have tickets if you're interested. We'll have tickets at the door also. Yeah. Uh, for your listeners, they'll be free. If it's posted before September 10th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can make that happen. Yeah. Exactly. And and uh, if, if nothing else, we'll be we'll have it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Much appreciated. And, exactly. and th- then the adult band will also be playing their first non-end of season show at the coffee festival. And the adult band, you know, it's it's really a lovely group of people. You Against know? the wind is their name. Yeah. Oh my god. We also we That's also have a so band good. a band mm. named Horse Femur. So, you know, take it or leave it. Take yeah. it. <laughs> How old are they? The kids. Thir- have- 13 to 18 for Horse Femur. Oh, and they brought us a Horse Femur. A legitimate we have a Horse Femur. Yeah. All right. It smells funny. Yeah. <laughs> I won't smell Wait, it. Yeah. I it, so um I had never heard of School of Rock. Okay. Brett That's brought this to to our podcast. Um, tell me how big this is. It's a national organization, right? It's international. Over 330 schools probably globally, now. probably more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brazil, and there's uh, Japan, Japan. There's a few in Japan. South Korea, in yeah. somewhere in Europe. I don't know. Any idea <laughs> number of kids that, or and or individuals who are participating? Oh, how many? internationally i think fifty thousand. There, there was actually uh, students it might be total. more actually i think there was a number it was like 60 or seventy thousand. yeah internationally very cool and now you know the, the programs are all very very similar but they're all different so you know what makes us special is what we do here you know i have the musical background 
Russ is still a drummer. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, this place is owned by musicians. He yeah. loves to trash me, but Russ I, is a musician. He's a professional. I yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This is a good. This is good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time. So we Can you actually hear my eye rolls on the audio. Get closer. All right, go ahead. Um, um, so Russ and I we met at a church that we used to play at together a long time ago. Long time. And he was the drummer there, and I was just uh, the music student. You know needed a gig and i did it and i met him you know we we liked each other and but i would always say you're a professional drummer because he at that point he was in a band i wasn't in a band with him at that point and he would not call himself a professional drummer even though you to be a professional you just need to get paid that's mm-hmm. literally it and he was getting paid he didn't consider himself it took him i think I mean, 15 years into 10 15 years into our relationship for him to call himself a professional drummer I hold that in a regard, anything professional. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe in, in the last five or six years, maybe I felt like in my own, I've started to earn that. So maybe I'm more comfortable. Well, the one thing you haven't done is give us the name of the band. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. The, Zach Attack. Zach Attack. We, Zach Attack. Zach Attack. Like, it's a, we play all over the Midwest. We were in Cincinnati last night. We're in Troy. Troy tonight, then Dublin, but then next weekend we'll be in Lexington, Salina, and then Powell. Very excited about the We're in Dublin th- tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good. So so on our on our website when we post this, mm-hmm. which may or may not be before September. Sure. Um, which we they will get free tickets at the end of season show. Which, if yeah, if they do. <laughs> but uh we will put all you know, audience, we are going to put all of this information on our show notes. Awesome. So that yeah. people can find you, find your um social media platforms, everything so that they can follow. Okay. Zach Attack. Yeah. So Zach Attack is um the greatest throwback party band ever. That's what's yeah. our title. It's Zach Attack Party is I think the 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 at for it is or ZachAttack.com, Z-A-C-K. And attack. All, and all the fun that we create on stage, we take our our performances very seriously and are there for performance and, and they're fun. entertainment. And they're so fu- I'm getting the same amount of fun that are the people out there watching our good it's a wonderful yeah, honor yeah. to be able to do that good as a job so to be successful here you both have to have different roles can you talk about your roles in the business we like roles i sometimes like buns buttered roles yeah this is the same place <laughs> Serving. um yeah so we as as we so we've been open for five months and we've you know been kind of finding our feet in what we do for our roles here okay. um so we also have a general manager, Stuart, who is, you know, it's funny. People, he's Scottish, but people think he's like Australian or from Alabama. It's very weird. Wow, uh, he's great. wonderful. So he yeah, came that's from a stretch. Yeah, it's it's well. I we once played a gig where someone said you guys need to speak American, and they meant that. So it's it's not a stretch. Um, so any anywho, um, so Stuart came from. Uh, school rock already he was a general manager at a different one in the area and so it, it definitely helped us so he serves as a music director and kind of overseer of the staff i i serve the role of kind of marketing social media um kind of overseeing a little bit of everything and the money stuff and then, and Russ is communications, and he definitely helps with the, the music and directing people there, as well as uh, 
kind of yeah just communications you know he's able to communicate not just with i like talking with the families yeah and there's a lot of scheduling communication that happens up front someone has to be up there to just and staff as well Mm -hmm. and he also helps with social media so we're we're finding our our feet and our roles as we go kind of organically um i've always been kind of um Unless it anal retentive. So that's why I look at everything all the time, which is why I have more gray hairs. And then the black hairs that I did have are leaving my head. Um, so you're scaring them away. I did. Get out <laughs> so, get, so, but it, it's, it's really, it's really a, um, it's, it's interesting to see how things go because I thought I would be back here doing music. And because that's, you know, what my, my educational backgrounds in, you know, I've, literally a degree in musical music education, you know? Um, but it's, 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 it's cool to, to kind of, um, see where things go and it's working. You know, we were, we're being, we're successful. You know, the kids love it here. The staff love being here. And, you know, it, it's really, it's really nice to see this evolve and you know, see where Did it's Did you going. have a specific vibe that you wanted to make sure this place had? Yes. Yeah. Us. Okay. Period. That it? Okay. I mean, we want it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if we're specific, uh, you know, we wanted education to be paramount. We wanted um, it to be fun. And we didn't want it to feel like a money grab, you know, because, yes, it it does cost money to go here. But we also want to make sure that, you know, the students here, whether they are kids or adults of any age, Mm -hmm. that they can, they'll, they'll, they'll feel like this is, you know, Russ and I have passion for music. This is literally what we do outside of this. This is this is all I've ever done as an adult, except for Rite Aid when I was 18. You know, I, I want to make sure that the kids feel that. And it's really wonderful to see. So in one of our performance groups, uh, there's a person in the group that literally is taking pictures, create a text thread, and it dresses the parts and has actually like having the kids starting to dress the part we have a, a young girl who literally shaved off half of her hair you know <laughs> or on the side yeah she's got racing stripes she's ready to go and then or like she's someone, as tall as her guitar yeah she is that. she is as tall as her guitar <laughs> and it's, it's just it's, it's really it's really great to see the kids kind of just it's it's becoming a community a micro community maybe is that the term there is this is a yeah there's there's a lot of uncertainty in the world and as a developing child as an adult we all are faced with things that i know that music can help pacify or help you deal with and i think it all starts with confidence it starts with friendship it starts with a place you can go to and look forward to that just sets you up differently for the week I, I like things on the calendar where I can look forward to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe it changes my efforts during the week or something like that. But this place, I can see them, the people coming in and being happy to be here. And we're happy to see them here. Yeah. The, um, like, like I mentioned the community as well. Like, they, like the we best mentioned, community. Yeah, like, like I mentioned the drum set someone donated to us earlier. Or people are saying, hey, what can we do to help? And it feels weird because you know this is still a business, right. you know, but they they view it more than more as than more than a business. Excuse me. Yeah. We have one of our parents um, is helping us develop, you know, the stuff out front, just marketing things. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask him to put a commission on it this time. I'm like, please get you know charge yourself for this. People, but just, he's happy to help. It's just that's a really that's a I think it's telling of what we're trying to do here mm-hmm. and. Not, it, you, mm. You've created a community as opposed to the first and only 
piano lessons I had as a kid, which were to learn the scales. Yeah. Couldn't pass that. So that was the end of my music <laughs> background. But it, it, yeah, so you've you've really that, created a second home for them. The music approach, too, of putting the song in front of all of our students works the same for adults as it does with kids. It just, it's like that carrot in front of you. So, at, you know, you're learning the song, but also now I know a G chord and I can play an E. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's kind of a cracking a code of, of motivation. It makes it more exciting, makes learning right. more exciting because you get... I can play through the chorus now. Now I can, you know, I can play the bridge. So you're just adding things. And then you have a song and I can play all these chords too. It's, it's, a, it's not disguised learning in any way, but it just puts what we're going for right out in front and we get right immersed in the song. So I love that. Let's, let's dive a little bit more into that because my next question is, you, you've, as you've mentioned, you've got little ones who barely are as tall as their instrument to the old rockers who mm-hmm. have come back out, haven't touched their drums for 40 years and, and coming back at you. You've got a specific way that you're teaching your children. Talk about how does a student start the program? What are the services that you're providing them? It's individual lessons. It's group lessons. Give us a little more detail on that. Mm-hmm. There, there are, we're a performance school first and foremost. So our goal is to have each student have a one-on-one rehearsal where they're learning the material that they would then go and rehearse with the band in a guided rehearsal. So our, one of our teachers will be there kind of mediating rehearsal, but you're learning and then you're applying and then you're, it culminates in a show. And they also have lessons before the rehearsal as well. So it's our, our, pro, our performance program is, is basically a lesson and then the, the rehearsal once a week. So some people come back twice. Some people have a lesson right into rehearsal, mm-hmm. but we're dialing into the stuff and then they're applying it at, that le- at the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty yeah. Pretty cool looking. Yeah. So you've got on the website, performance is at the heart of music and mm-hmm. you're speaking to that. So um, let, let's dig into that a little bit more. I mean, how do you incorporate that into the, the music lesson per se? Does it change? I guess, I guess my question really is, does it change depending on age? And, and 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 the music skill level yeah. that walking in, you know, obviously oh, you sure. have it from this is the very first day I've ever touched a piano to yeah, yeah I used to, just haven't touched it for a while. Different levels of, of bands. Yeah. 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 I mean, you communicate to a child differently than you would communicate with an adult. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then sometimes, so let's say we, we mentioned the like a drummer that played when they were younger and hasn't played for 40 or 50 years. You, you kind of like say, hey, let's start fresh, you know, let's pretend like you haven't played because as an you know, adult, you're used to being able to get stuff right away because you know what you're doing, but it, it'll be real frustrating really quickly if you're like, I used to be able to do this. So like, let's just say, let's start fresh, clean slate. But with a kid, you know, I mean, they never played, so it's a lot easier. But so, I mean, I've taught people never playing an instrument. I think the oldest I ever taught was a 76 year old um never touched an instrument in their entire life played guitar and performed you know it was you know when i was teaching privately bob carpenter that's his name i'll remember his name because i just remember he's the oldest student i've ever had hmm. it was awesome i mean like especially starting brand new you know i mean never touching an instrument but yeah so communicating with adults you know you treat them like adults you know you don't talk you know you don't like tell them exactly what to do you say hey this is why we do this you give them reasoning the rationale behind why you're doing something because most adults like knowing what you're doing and the reasoning for that are adults more impatient than the kids or no no okay i'm just curious (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, the the kids are usually more impatient. Adults okay. are, gotcha. you know, oh. for so it's it's great. I mean, so we have young adults, you know, in their twenties, but I would say the the majority of our adults are anywhere from like forty to. 75 i don't ask how old people are let's say 75 76 we have a a lot of parents that will come in and take a lesson while their kid is taking a lesson oh very cool yeah, it's yeah, really fun sure. they both walk in with their guitars it's super it's cute, cute. Yeah. It's, oh, but then the notion too is they go home and they can practice together just and like they're working with their peers in their groups now yeah. one one dad he said my daughter was showing me some stuff and telling me i was doing it all wrong so he then he started lessons here because she kind of got into his ear about, wow. you know, you can do this too, the other gentry. Yeah, so I was going to say that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're great. Yeah, so. It, very, very cool. As I say, we have an adult band, you know, uh, made out of well, a 24-year-old and 60-year-old. You so know, a big so, range in age. Yeah. And I wanted to mention, too, with the programming, mm-hmm. we always, we do lessons only. There might be some adults that just want to come and learn their instrument and might be threatened by performance. We understand that. The more you're around the performance, the more you soften up to it. But that's not a requirement here. If it's just for continued learning or a new tool you're looking to yeah. put in your belt, we do that too. Mm-hmm. But we are for always a performance school. Yeah. But we're not going to tell someone no if they don't want to be in a band. We have plenty of people that come and have a lesson mm-hmm. weekly. Uh, Renee comes. We're not trying. She's we great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, playing is, is very intimate. If oh, you yeah. think about it, I mean, it's that you're setting yourself up for um, mistakes and people looking at you doing something wrong. But it can also be the opposite, yeah. that it's that you have these group of people that are so supportive of you. And when you do it, they're there for you. Yeah, this, this is Mistake City in here. And yeah. Yeah. I've had a few encounters where uh, some of my younger students struggle with the amount of mistakes they're making and they're expecting to get it right right away and just setting up an expectation that yeah let me hear 20 mistakes out of you this is the room we're going to do it in yeah and then next week you're gonna have some you're gonna have less mistakes and this is our pathway of mm-hmm. so just patience and learning um but given reward hey you got this you you know working out a section really feels good on a song you know most kids are used to um I can, they pick up their phone and they learn to right do something right away. They don't think anything of it and it should be immediate. Yeah. So hey, this is yeah. a good learning lesson it for them. It slows us down a little bit. Yeah. It puts us back into the reality that I think humans are made to be in, not an instantaneous reality. Mm-hmm. Something with some effort behind it mm-hmm. that really has more payoff and sticks around longer. Yeah, right. Two yeah. things that are important mm-hmm. with making mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, you're not trying hard enough. Right. And number two, people always say that the old the old idiom is that practice makes perfect. No, there's a new idiom. Practice makes progress. Mm-hmm. And that's really huge to understand because perfection is never a thing that you could always do better. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For, yeah. So so let's take the the notion of the performance the next step. You've got this group, they've been practicing um you're, those opportunities to provide them with audiences, that gets a little complicated, I would think. Tell us how you implement that part of the program. How are the performances created? How are they scheduled? Are they open to the public? Um, are there differences in the performances based on the younger kids and the older students? Sure. Yeah. Go, go ahead. How do we, we set up our gigs with, 
he's like we said earlier, Chad's a booking agent. So we have a lot of friendly communication with clubs already. So we'll set up a place. But in terms of the material that the bands are playing, it's there you say lean back. It was great. It's appropriate to their level. So we have an introductory band called Rock 101 where the height of the guitar and the kids are very similar. Mm -hmm. And then performance program and then adult program. So the songs that are chosen are going to be in that lane of ability. Um, And some songs will pick to challenge them a little bit. But there's um, the adult band has uh, they get some input on what songs they'd like to play. So right now they're in the process of submitting songs that we have a, a bank of songs at School of Rock that we can play and play out. We have licenses and sync licensing as well. So copyrights, we're good. Yeah. yeah. So we're legal. So they get, they yeah. get a little bit of involvement in, hey, what do I want to play? What would sound fun? What would sound good with the ability in the band? So they get to be yeah. a little creative on that front, and, too. And eventually, um, once the adults have enough material, we're actually going to give them their own gig, their own performance. Not So like the end of season show we, that I mentioned earlier on September 10th, which might or might not be posted <laughs> on time, um, that we will have not just the rock one-on-one kids and the performance group was 13 to 18 year olds. Uh, mm-hmm. but we'll also have our adult band as well there, even though there's kids there, it works really well. They're very supportive of the kids, just like the kids are supportive of the adults. Um, the, the adult band has been really steady and has been really wonderful to see them. You know, they made t-shirts for the band, you know, that kind of stuff. And <laughs> they're, they're, the material is getting up. So in all honesty, they could probably play a show on their own in the near future. And I would love to help them out with that. So like, you know, I'm also the booking agent for the Columbus crew. So I, I do their music there. And so I've had School of Rock um, perform there as well in the past. And, you know, we are very much with the skill sets that we all have. We're very much set up for success here, you know, um, and I very much like the the adults in the group are wonderful it, it's it's really great to see him so we mentioned that drummer you know uh ted you know uh he's very very um very verbose on how much he loves the school and he's like he's also the number one doubter of himself but he'll just like you know say how not good he is but he's incredible from where he came from you know and it's it's awesome the band is we have um there's a, a husband and wife that come here and they make it a date night. So they have their lessons and they, they go get them food. Then they go get Chipotle afterwards and then they hang out and they do the performance at the end of the rehearsal at the end of the night. And it, cool. it's, it's very cool. These, these, they're making it like, instead of a lesson, they're making it an activity, just an activity, an event. An event. Yeah. yeah. An event. And it's so I want to, I want to go there too, let's, because, let's go there. because I think, the the benefits of music and music programs, um, we know that for young kids, we, you know, and we hear more about it when schools stop their, you know, their 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 music mm-hmm. program, and all of a sudden it's a loss. So let's talk about those benefits of an older adult that you're seeing, and also from research and such. Why is it so? I could see a sixty or seven year old going, ah, man, I've only got another you know a few more years to play. Why am I doing it now? No, I mean. So they have a few more years. So what? I mean, let's talk about the benefits that you're oh seeing of, of an older adult, not necessarily versus a younger person, but just where you are right now. Yeah. There are a few things that pop to mind. General cognitive maintenance. Mm-hmm. As we age, music is proven to 
repair some of those things and just stave off some things that we hope not to happen in our as we age. Um, friendships was another thing. Was the older we get, maybe the less we're social, the less we're out. Mm-hmm. We know the fewer friends of ours who are still are still with still us. Still with yeah. us. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. There's um. That's a huge one. So that breathes life into someone's life as they're learning their music. And, you know, there's true friends there now in the adult program. They're buddies. They hang around later. Yeah. You know, they don't have to stay here. And yeah. they, they'll stick around. And- yeah, we want them to leave so we can go home. <laughs> <laughs> but they... they You're not going to tell them about this podcast, are you? <laughs> oh, I will. They know they were joking, but... They're the, wonderful. They, they're so great. Like, they go out. They're, they go out. You know, it's... it's So having that, like Russell's saying, having that social, you know, social... Making a social event, it, it gives them something to look forward to every week, you know? And then also... During the week, it gives them something to do. Let's say they're, you know, and they, they you know, retired. You know, there's not much to do other than like golf and I don't know, watch Maury or something. I don't know. <laughs> and so, like, the idea is like, I have to practice, so I, I, I make sure that I do what I need to do for the rehearsal. Accountability to others in a group form maybe causes right. you to rehearse more and to. Yeah, practice, yeah. You had also mentioned early on in the podcast that at the end of each term, you have a show? Yeah. Is that, okay, so how does that compare to um, the other programs that that you do with the groups? Is that Or is that the same? Same. That's okay. the one. September okay. 10th, which we're offering free <laughs> <Yeah>. tickets. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, so, right. so basically, it's like it's like the term of a class. They finish that that lesson, and this is their that's their culmination of their what they've cool. been. So, okay. like seven song set it's, bands will get a half hour set. Forty-five for them, probably. So it's more of um, it's like a recital, basically. It's the idea of a recital, Mm -hmm. but as a band, like in a bar, in a venue, you know. And we have a light show, have the haze, you know. We have a sound guy doing like sound guy things, and yeah. yeah, So it's a real, a real deal thing, you know. We like our first end of season show that we did was at Woodlands, and it was packed. The entire place Mm -hmm. was packed, and that was just the first one we did. It's really. It's really cool. That was really Wonderful. wild to see everyone. And we will and we will definitely yeah. post the information. So. Yeah, on September 10th, you mean? Yeah, September, September 10th. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> 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 you can tell he's a promoter. Yeah, he just absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no, we it's it, we're starting our new season on the next day after September 10th, and you the know the 11th is that right? That w- <laughs> it's one day before. It's one day before the 12th. <laughs> The Monday after Sunday, September Got the tenth. Right. Got it. And yes. uh, okay. And funny. then when when is the next one after that? This after September the uh, ten plus one. Yes. That one. January. <laughs> January twenty second. I think. Okay. So okay. it's 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 literally seasonal. You know, right. it's different right. seasons for different seasons. So we okay. about three or four months. You know, for the most part. Yeah, I'm just going to ask how long those are. Th- yeah. About three or four months. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. what's was like so for most groups so. Rock 101 performance groups, the 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 students in there, those are kids. They're from ages 8 to 18 in those groups that we have. They'll move around, and we're, we're creating new groups as well as we grow as, as a business. And the like, so performance will have different themes. So this we have two performance groups coming up in the new season. We have Arena Rock, which is like Queen and stuff like that. And then we have like Pop Punk and Emo, which is like Blink-182 and like more, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And then... But the adult band is different, which I love. 
um, because it's like a real band. It's ongoing. The members stay the same. They're growing. They're actually we're actually adding two two guitarists, I believe, in the new season. That one was originally in the group, but he I think he injured himself, so he wasn't able to play, and he's coming back. And then a parent of one of the performance group kids is actually joining. He he's a he's great. He's super great. He's super tattooed, and he looks the part already. You know, I'm 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 pasty and have zero tattoos, I, and I've been on rock my entire life. You need to fix one of those things. Which one? Oh, you get a prison tattoo. They're prison tattoo. Really cheap. They're really easy. Yeah. I have pens. I have. We have so many pens here. We could do it. The adult oh, band. Yeah. The adult band is a continuous group, and they're growing their set list, and they're not changing. We might add a second adult group because it's becoming a very popular thing. And since your listeners will be hearing this, they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I want to do School of Rock," and they'll be coming here. Then we'll add a third adult group. Mm-hmm. You're never. You're never too old to learn how to play an instrument. Yeah, and good. that's for real. Um, the first time you come here is actually a free trial. Ooh, okay. So you That's can, tr- you can try it without spending any money. And you know, like if you like it, you like it. And if you mm-hmm. don't, you don't. And you want to make sure we're the appropriate amount of crazy for the, you know, right. We're not too, we're not, not enough. We're just right there in the pocket. Chad, you had mentioned that, yes. um, there are some programs that the state of Ohio provides kids actually yeah this is this is tuition dollars this is russ's thing actually russ russ is spearheaded the ace program Mm -hmm. so for qualifying families uh students are entitled to a thousand dollars to use for continuing education uh where we became a provider in that network so we're new to it we're in it now but that reason I hate to see when a parent can't afford it and their kid really needs it or mm-hmm. this gives them some time here to really create some you know quality in that kid's life musically. Right. Uh, and it, yeah, we're working through it. There's a we have a good amount of we have we have a good amount and it, you don't it doesn't also need to be like you don't need to be broke to use it. It's it's really I think it the it's a $75,000 family income threshold. Yeah. It's and then annually for however long this program is it's it's funded federally uh has they keep releasing thousand dollars every july mm-hmm. for them to it's pretty cool it's it's great it's wonderful we've seen a lot of kids that would never have the opportunity and it's it's for us you know one of the things that russ and i were really excited about not not just with the ace program but we've never been in a place where we could actually help you know, help different like schools or people because we've never had such a big platform. So for instance, like we've done assemblies at schools where they would never probably get anything of the quality. We we worked with um, Beatty Park Elementary in Columbus, which was really, really, really just a ton of fun. And you could tell that it brought a lot of joy to their faces. And this is something that is near and dear to both Russ's and I's heart. And that was one thing that didn't solicit any new students from us it was yeah. we wanted to go out and it wasn't a money maker just it was share that and it, it was it was fun it was fun mm-hmm. yeah and then same thing with the ace ace program and we're very thankful to be able to do something like that you know and eventually when we're in the place um we will the place we will have uh scholarships available not quite yet we're not there uh but when we do we will because we love when so like, let's say there's a kid in the program and they just love it with all their heart. They're practicing, but it's just something that a parent can't afford. We'll make it work because 
having that kind of uh, kid in our program is everything we want. And, you know, um, not everyone, you know, is able to afford lessons. I mean, music is not cheap in general. And, you know, we do a, a good job at keeping it down price wise, but we want to make sure that everyone has the ability to be here. And, mm-hmm. and listeners, we'll put a link to the ACE program on our website with the show notes for this okay. this program so that if somebody is interested, they'll be able to find out more about the program and then can yeah. contact you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, well, to be a really good entrepreneur or business owner, you've got to have future plans. So what's the future hold five years, 10 years from now? Can't you, tell you. Okay. This is top secret. Okay. No, uh, so we, we, Next we, question. no, we, we, there's, there's a couple things that I really don't want to mention for real that are sure, entre- no, no. entrepreneurial. As much as you can. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'd yeah. like to expand. Okay. You know, this has been a really fun pro- process and, you know, having the ability to do that would be wonderful. You know, um, I know that, you know, we, it, not just in location, but the size of this space, you know, we know that our next door neighbor, is probably not going to be there uh, after their lease runs out. I can say that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right. So our lease runs out. So if we get to the point where we can afford it, we'll just knock a wall through mm-hmm. our wall, and then we'll just expand. I mean, so we're doing, um, as I showed you in the beginning, we have those little kids' rooms. Uh, that's Little Wing and Rookies, which is from ages three to seven. That's really popular. We just opened up our second room, um, and we are currently in talks with um, a, a – federal agency that um, is looking to use our program as well. So they're going to be busing a bunch of, a lot of children here. Cool. Yeah. Bring them here. Yeah. Yes. Once again, that's, that's cool. That's a great thought. Once yeah. again, can't mention specifics, but no, yeah. But that's great. Yeah. No. Okay. No, it, it, because it then speaks you can, volumes with what you just said. No, yeah. that's great. Well, yeah. and when those all fall into place you can come back and visit us and we can have another fun fest yeah, yeah. podcast I, I would oh yeah dude, yeah well the, the, the one thing we always ask our guests is any words of wisdom last words of wisdom that um, we didn't get a chance to talk about today that you oh, were hoping sure. we would discuss or just you started yeah. you know talk about why people are coming here yeah. what and why they should be coming here because uh the Passion, so fun and work can be the same thing. And I think when fun and work are married together, like in a place like this, that it shows to our end users, our students, that there's more than just, this is more than just a building where we're learning music. They're getting the peripheral things, friendships. And even in these bands, we we teach the things like, how do you deal with your nerves? Things like that. But the, the reason why... I think people like this place is because we are who we are. We are who we should say we are. Mm-hmm. We want the best for all these students. We want growth, but we want, I know that the more music we put out into a community, the the better that community is for it. And I think there's never enough of that. And there's always time for us to, to gain confidence from anything we can and music is something that is such a, a a deliverer of confidence that I'm passionate to share that it's given me, I had imposter syndrome for a long time. And I think that's what we were loosely talking about with Chad was I'm not a professional musician. It wasn't loosely. I'm self, I'm a self-taught drummer. I've, I've learned a lot from some of my heroes and things, but that's accessible in any form. And so that, 
I just growth, growth and the ability to come here and not be judged, not be judged at all. There's every different type of person is -hmm. in this school and every, I hope that every one of those people feels like this is a place to call their own too. Mm -hmm. So that's my why. Okay. (laughs) What's your why? That was really great. All right. Yeah. Um, other than I'm the sappy one. That was I was gonna be sappy. There, there is there's <laughs> you took if, my sap. He he is my greatest friend in the world. Uh-huh. And there is there is passion in what we do, and that shows and I don't know where I'm going with this, but the fun it's nice has to be part of what we were doing. Yeah. And there had to be a of uh, something we could see happen in people. Mm-hmm. Great. Watching people grow up a little bit musically is and grab a little more confidence. I'm grabbing confidence. I'm trying to every week. Yeah. There's there's never enough of that. I was going to say, so, I mean, that was really good still. That was good. <laughs> it's really nice. Um, so, I've been doing, you know, music lessons for about 20 years now. And, you know, I've, I've usually had about 40, 45 students of my own at, at a time. And seeing it with so many more students, is it's really like an actual school it's it's really wonderful to see people grow and develop and you know grow confidence like you feel kind of like a father when you see it for you especially with how much you've taught when you see all these kids here and adults and like this is a cool little family here yeah something yeah something like that sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you you did (laughs) it's all right so um so i was the interviewer for a minute yeah well thank you you're welcome Thank you. Uh, thank you for making me lose my train. Yeah, this is really great. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great to see it in such a large, you know, large set of people. And I, as Russ kind of loosely mentioned, the idea that people can be who they are here. You know, we have people of all different, you know, different cultures, different ages, different orientations. Just Everything. Different relig- it's wonderful. It. It's it's so cool. And everyone is treated as an equal music is, you know, I forgot. I'm pretty sure this isn't the right quote. Music is the great equalizer. That's not it it's, at all. It popped into my head. It's not right though, okay. but let's pretend like it is here. Now, I know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's obviously its own language and you know, people are speaking to each other. They're having fun. They're dancing in their lessons. They're singing. We have, you know, it's just like these little kids just run around screaming, making so much noise in the, in the, the front rooms. And it's, it's, so wonderful because this is you know two years in the making for us and i you know to get to this point where we're at and we've both had more gray hairs than we used to and they're gathering yeah yeah they are gathering they're planning something up there (laughs) (laughs) they're they're loosening no he's not going to lose his hair ever and that's just annoying i think i'm gaining your hair you probably are yeah but uh it's it's what the whole wisdom is this Music is wonderful. It's it, we're able to create a lovely community here, and everyone, you know, for them, you know, seems happy here, and it's a great place to be. And like we said in the beginning of this, that Russ and I want this place to be like we are. You know, like feel the passion, the compassion, the openness, the the ability to be yourself, the the want to do better, the want to work hard at what you love is. We could see it in the building itself, in the staff, in the in the in the kids, and gosh, and we're you know branching out to the community, and it's it's really 
it's everything we wanted. You know, we wanted to be able to, you know, have a business that we could make money at, but we wanted to be able to develop children. We wanted to be able to help adults reclaim their abilities that they used to have or start a new one. We we wanted to be able to donate our time and, and what we have to the community. And that's what we're doing. And actually, spur of thought moment. I'm just going to do it. I'm doing it. What do you got? All right. Uh, spokesperson, right? Okay. So check it out. So. I don't know. Let's say the first person who comments on this podcast gets a free immersion pack Whoa. on your thing. Ooh. That's a so that's that four is, or forty-five minute lessons for yeah. free. Yeah. So the first person a, you just right. need to tell us. Okay. Yeah. Tag, nice. tag us at School of Rock Columbus. Yeah. So um, nice. No, but anyways, uh, yeah, we're we're just basically Russ and I, and I can speak for him. This we're just thankful to be where we're at right now. It sounds like it. That's good. Yeah. No. Well, well. Uh, thanks to our experts, Chad Greenwald and Russ Miller from School of Rock Columbus for joining us today. Listeners, thank you for joining us. Check our show notes for contact information and the resources we've discussed today. You can find this information at lookingforwardourway.com. We are looking forward to hearing your feedback on this and any of our other podcast episodes. <laughs>